Hello ako si Judes Gavilan. Kayo ay nakikinig sa bagong Rappler Podcast episode kung saan hihimayin natin ang mga mainit at mahalagang isyo sa Pilipinas. Ito ang Rappler's News Break, Beyond the Stories. Sa episode na to, pag-uusapan natin ang pagrekomenda ng European Parliament sa pag-revoke ng Generalized Scheme of Preference Plus o GSP Plus ng Pilipinas dahil sa mga human rights abuses na hindi inaaksyonan ng gobyerno. Pero ano ba ang GSP Plus? Ano ang epekto nito sa ordinaryong Pilipino? Dapat na bang matakot si Pangulong Rodrigo Duterte? Kasama ko ngayon si Ralph Rivas, ang business reporter na Rappler, para i-discuss ang implikasyon nito sa Pilipinas. Hi Ralph, thank you for joining me today. Hi Judes, kumusta? So, ayun, excited ako sa pag-uusapan natin today eh. So, ano ba yung generalized scheme of preferences plus or GSP plus scheme ng Europe? Okay, so Judes, bago natin pag-usapan, bago tayo mga nosebid sa lahat ng uh-huh. mga GSP plus tsaka mga percent-percent na sasabihin ko in a bit, magbibigay muna ako ng mabilis na mabilis lang na backgrounder about international trade. Kasi Judes, yung pakikipagkalakala natin sa ibang bansa, hindi naman tayo sana lang pwede magpadala ng saging sa Japan o sa Middle East or sa, alam mo yun, hindi uh-huh. basta-basta ganun. Kasi meron din silang sariling mga industriya sa kanilang bansa. So, in a way, kailangan din nilang protektahan yung sarili nilang mga, mga farmers. So, yung uh, ilan sa mga paraan dito ay ang pagpapataw ng taripa or tinatawag na tariffs. In general, yung tinatawag natin sa mga klase ng ganong control are trade barriers. Halimbawa, okay. a tariff. It is basically a tax on trade. Tariffs can be used to raise revenues for the government. Halimbawa, bigas. Nag-i-import na tayo ng mas maraming bigas ngayon. Parang, parang in theory, unlimited yung import natin ng bigas because of the rice tarification law implemented by Duterte, di ba? Pero at the same time, tinaasan kasi natin yung taripa. So, yun yung parang trade barrier natin. Nga para hindi tayo dagsain na masyadong maraming imports ng bigas para maprotektahan din natin yung mga magsasaka natin. Hmm. Tapos meron din tayong tinatawag na quotas. Ibig sabihin nito, uh, limitado lang yung trade na parang 1 million metric tons of this product hanggang doon lang yung pwedeng maano. Tapos meron din tayong tinatawag na embargo. As in total ban on trade with another country. Can you think of a country na talagang maraming embargo, na parang maraming bansa na parang, oops, ayaw namin makipag-trade sa'yo. Can you think of something? May naiisip ka ba? China? North? No. North, North Korea. North Korea. Okay. Sa China, maraming may gusto makipag-negosyo dyan kasi basically China is one big massive mm, company. Oo. Sa katunayan nga, parang top trading partner natin yung China, di ba? So yun, that's the, basically the concept of trade na kung ano yung mga dahilan bakit tayo naglilimit ng trade with other countries mm-hmm. through these barriers. Na itong GSP Plus is a perk. It mm-hmm. is a uh, privilege. It is not a right. It is a privilege na para masama sa listahan ng para magkaroon ng GSP Plus na status. Uh-huh. Now, ngayon, yung GSP Plus kasi it was born about what well, any trade agreement naman is born through uh, human rights. Uh-huh. It's anchored in human rights talaga. Again, another uh, history lesson to this. Nung World War II kasi nagkaroon ng malaking problema sa trade. Basically, doon nabuo yung World Trade Organization at saka yung mga pagkakaroon ng mga, alam mo yun, magkaroon ng mga sanctions, ng mga perks, things like that. So, uh, think of it that way. Na yung GSP Plus ay uh, 
ginawa para para to ensure na yung yung panggagalingan ng produkto yung mga workers doon ay protektado din mm, yes okay diba? so kaya tayo nakikipagkalakalan sa ibang bansa ay dahil we'd like to think na maganda yung human rights situation doon uh, well paid yung workers walang genocide you know things like that oo kasi so, of course they, they, so, they, 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 they parang of course they don't want them na mag consume ng mga product na I mean, like out of slavery or forced labor, di ba? Yes, exactly. So, doon papasok yun. So, yung GSP Plus, uh, kailangan mong makamit yung 27. Kailangan mong ma- may criteria yan eh. Uh, 27 conventions from the United Nations. Okay. Na parang kailangan uh, patunayan mo na walang genocide, may equal uh, rights, yung babae at lalaki. I mean, maraming ganun. I mean, it's... It's, uh, I'm not gonna go into details yeah. sa mga 27 na yun, pero uh, conventions, um, ano pa ba to? Let me just uh, parse through. Ito, uh, convention concerning minimum age for admission to employment, mm. uh, dapat walang child labor, uh, ano pa ba? Right to organize and bargain collectively for workers, oh. association and protection of the right to organize. Basta, 27 na yun, kailangan mong ma-meet yun. Yeah. And the Philippines was able to uh, achieve that in 2014. Wow, that's so only yun, like six years. From six years ago yeah, oh, and it's and, and it's just and so scary na this time around, posibleng mawala to. Yeah. Now, yung GSP Plus, basically, uh, sorry, hindi ko pa pala nasasagot, ang dami kong history lessons. <laughs> Pero yung GSP Plus, Basically, pwede kang mag-angkat ng uh, over 6,200 products sa EU ng walang tariffs. Oh, okay. So, di ba? So, parang wala. Ipapadala mo lang siya doon. And that makes our uh, Philippine products more competitive. Na halimbawa, another country, walang ganong perks. Tapos hmm. gusto niya magbenta ng, I don't know, saging or coconut or whatever. Mas uh-huh. competitive tayo. Kasi mas mas nabebenta natin ng mas mura dahil wala tayong tariffs. So if parang bare minimum tong mga conditions na sineset nila no. Parang if matinukan bansa dapat and part ka ng UN, diba dapat nag-aabide ka sa UN standards na to yung nilis mo nga kanina na marami pa ring conditions. Pero nung inapply ba sa Philippines to, bakit ba nung 2014 lang? And meron pa bang outside those conditions? May mga iba bang, may mga, nangyayari ba na may specific conditions for specific countries? Judith, yung pagkakaroon kasi ng perks na ganito, it's more than economic. It is a political tool. Uh-huh. Kasi it reflects yung uh, friendliness natin to uh, certain countries. Kaya magkakaroon tayo ng ganitong perks. Uh-huh. So uh, in the case of the EU, syempre they, they, wanna, they have certain agendas that they want to push certain corporations that have certain interests in the Philippines as well. So, it's not just, well, yeah, in paper, yung UN conventions naman talaga yung main basis na uh, actually, twice a year tayong ano, ina-assess niyan eh. Pero, uh, yeah, it's also a political tool. I guess you can discuss, you're more familiar better yeah. on, the, on, the, on the political aspect of that. Pero, in a nutshell, yeah, may political dynamic din. Kaya siguro, very recent lang itong pagkakasali natin dito sa GSP+. So, from that overview, punta naman tayo dito sa posibleng mangyari. So, Ralph, ano ba yung posibleng mangyari of implication if matuloy nga itong pag-withdraw ng perks mula sa Pilipinas? Parang, Ano yung mga sector or siguro mga products na tingin mo severely maapektuhan? 
nakakatakot na kapag mawawala itong uh, trade perks na to. Uh-oh. Kasi hindi pa natin nare-reach yung full potential eh. Mm. Yung GSP Plus. Uh, kasi, ano halimbawa, yung... kasi in 2018, we were able to uh, increase our share of exports to the EU to uh, over 1.9 billion euros. In 2018, oh, okay. that's the latest data that I have. Tapos yung utilization rate kasi, hindi pa 100%. Ibig sabihin, marami pa tayong spaces or mga products na hindi nakakapunta doon. Mm. Na parang may, may, may space pa tayo eh. Siguro oh. mga... I don't know, mga 20-30% pa na allocated ng EU para sa mga Philippine products. So, hindi pa natin nagagamit totally. And it's super uh, nakaka-bother na kapag nawala to, we don't lose that potential. We also lose yung kung ano man yung naaangkat natin currently under the GSP+. And yung largest increases kasi, well, I have the 2017 data, no? Uh-huh. We import uh, animal products, fish, prepared food, edible fruits, automotive parts, leather, textiles, footwear. Diba? So, sobrang dami. And uh, actually, may study nga yung ano, eh, Department of Foreign Affairs na maraming nag-benefit na farmers, coconut farmers, mm. sa Lanao del Norte at saka mga fishermen sa General Santos City because of the GSP Plus perks. So, alam mo yun, parang kapag nawala yan, hindi yung, yung mga to na bumubuti pa lang yung buhay nila, yeah. biglang mawawala na lang ulit, diba? And amid the pandemic at that. And you mentioned nga the farmers and the fisher folks na we know na they are the poorest sector in the Philippines, diba? Na yung sa Philippines, sa Pilipinas mismo na medyo problematic na yung market dito. Parang yung, pagting, yung ibang bansa, magandang, uh, parang market for them na mas mataas din yung bayad or what, tas aalasan din pala nito. So, Parang it's scary nga uh, how you mentioned na hindi pa rin natin naabot yung potential. So, uh, kung i-compare mo sa ibang, uh, siguro sa ibang tools na meron yung, saan mo ipa-place tong GSP scheme na to? Like, anong level niya? How important siguro it is? Ganun? Uh, let's put it this way. Uh, the EU is ranks uh, third to fourth in terms of trading partners. Mm. So, kapag nawala yan, di ba, bababa siya. Talaga. Oh. I mean, hindi hindi tayo mawawalan ng trade relationships with uh, the EU if we lose that. Oh. Pero imagine, 6,200 products magkakaroon ng higher tariffs. So, it's not, our products are not gonna be as competitive as before. Mm. So, uh, di ba, isa pa sa mga ano yan eh, let's put it this way. Yung mga statements ni ganitong rapporteur or uh, ganitong public official of some country, it's a good soundbite, right? Uh-uh. Na parang it's a good story, it's an easy story that you can write na parang blah, 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 condemned this to against Duterte, this and that. Pero kapag trade perks na kasi, ito, this is the real yeah. deal. Uh-oh. Alam mo yun? Parang pera-pera na to eh, di ba? Parang uh, pagkain na to eh. So Uh-oh. it's really scary. So among all the sanctions siguro, di ba? Kasi yung condemn-condemn, parang they're, they're just words, right? I mean, uh-huh. yeah, it affects the image and all that. Pero this trade perks, sabi nga nung ano eh, nung uh, uh, parliament member na nagsalita dun sa discussions nung parliament, di ba? Na they don't have many tools to check on the Philippines' human rights situation. But itong ang trade perks, itong trade policies nila are probably the strongest. Which is, kasi, chan na yung tatamaan mo dyan, eh, di ba? Parang, 
a very reason na nakakuha ng sustenance yung mga different sectors of Philippines. Pero, Ralph, nagkaroon na ba ng previous instances na may bansa na nawalan ng ganitong perks? Ano yung nangyari, siguro, yeah. or resulta dito? Bakit sila na tanggalan and ano nangyari in the aftermath? Okay, so, uh, sa pagkaka-research ko, Sri Lanka lost the GSP Plus status back in 2010. Just mm. five years after it was granted first. Parang kung mangyayari ito sa Philippines, parang Sri Lanka all over again. Recent lang na nagkaroon and then mawawala. Tapos sinanggal kasi ito because of uh, ruling by the European Commission. Because of findings of allegations of human rights abuses. So di ba? Super uh, similar. Sri Lanka had a civil war. Di ba? Oh. So nagkaroon ng mga human rights abuses there. So yeah, tinanggalan sila ng GSP plus scheme. Although hindi pa naman totally natapos din yung trade relations between Sri Lanka and the EU. But again, oh. It affected, if you're familiar, Sri Lanka's uh, apparel and uh, mga damit. Yun yung mga main product, textiles. Diba? So, yun yung naging impact. Kasi uh, Sri Lanka provided textiles to the EU. Diba? And then, nung nawala yung GSP+, less competitive kasi syempre may mga ibang bansa na nagproproduce din ng textiles and had more access to the European market. So, without that, yun, dun sila nagka-problema talaga. So, my next question, Ralph, Do you think na siguro let's put into context yung situation ngayon na do you think the fact na we're facing a pandemic now, will it make the possible effects harsher? Mas malalawa yung mangyayari sa atin if alisin to compared to like kunyari on a normal, under normal circumstances na walang pandemia, maayos ang ekonomiya natin, so bilang aalisan tayo nito. Pero compare mo sa ganitong situation. Of course, kasi... Unemployment was at an all-time high. Tapos, the GDP or the gross domestic product is at an all-time low. We are not a recession. We have not seen this in over two decades. So, alam mo yun, tapos dadagdag pa to. So, makes you think din na ba eh, na parang, is this too cruel for the EU to do? Yeah. Alam mo, yung mga ganun, parang ngayon pa talaga, ngayon kayo maniningil ng human rights abuses kung kailan maraming nagugutom. Alam mo yun, maraming may mga ganong complexities na kailangang pag-isipan yung mga oh. politicians at this point. Tapos, actually, I'm interested to know din eh kung ano yung stand ng mga human rights groups eh. Oo. Oh. Diba? Oh. Kasi uh, human rights groups, kasi uh, the, the EU, EU Parliament has already uh, issued a warning yeah. uh, to the Philippines back in 2018, right? Uh-oh. Tapos, these human rights groups were for the temporary suspension of the GSP+. Hmm. So, anong stand nila ngayon? May nagsasalita ba? May naririnig ka ba? Parang ako, wala. <laughs> ako rin wala eh. Pero parang ang nafe-feel ko kasi parang it's been a long time coming then for Duterte and the government eh. Kasi parang this showed na parang oh, hindi mo kami pinansin noong 2018 eto ulit kami. Parang, I think, feel ko na akala siguro ng government na like other threats or other pag-call out sa kanila, mawawala rin to eh. Pero, yun, nakita natin, inulit ng EU Parliament after two years yung recommendation nila. Pero, ayun, so it's a scary situation talaga if mangyari, lalo na ngayong may pandemia eh. Pero since proposal pa naman, baka naman magawang pa ng paraan. So, tignan natin yan. Pero before we go into the other parts of this issue, let's listen to this overview of a Rattler podcast. The next time, huwag ninyo akong pariginigin ng revolusyon. Naku, Diyos ko. Yan ang mas delikado sa COVID. Eh, kung mag-revolusyon kayo, you will give me the free ticket to stage a counter-revolusyon. How I wish you would do it. 
don't understand what President Rodrigo Duterte is saying? Want to know the story behind his words? Listen to Seat of Power, Raptor's political podcast about the Duterte presidency. Hosted by me, P. Renada, Raptor's Malacanang beat reporter. When we first started this company, a lot of important people told me that I was going to fail. And uh, it was my girlfriend who said, why don't you try the streaming thing? Give yourself time. I broke even by like six, seven months. You'll never know until you try. Who knows? You could be the future of radio. I'm Powie, host of Hustles Inside the Industry, where we interview creative, enterprising, and passionate professionals on what it means to build a fulfilling career. For your weekly dose of inspiration, subscribe to Inside the Industry every Hustle Monday on Rappler Podcasts. May a lot of people, well, not much a lot, but I know that there are some people who would happily use iPolyamorous label to basically justify anything, mm-hmm. to justify sleeping around, to justify not committing, but that flies in the face naman of how we see it. It's my choice not to be a mother, but I'm not, it's not dissing on, mothers, dissing yeah. on motherhood, oh, about, on parenthood. Like a purely person-to-person basis. Oh, oh. I'm Marguerite Leon, host of Rappler's I've Got an Opinion, where I speak to ordinary people who have a lot to say about extraordinary issues. Listen in every other Wednesday at 8 p.m. on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Hi, welcome back to News Break Beyond the Stories. I am Jodes Gavilan, and we are here with Ralph Rivas. Pinag-usapan namin yung proposed na pag-withdraw ng GSP mula sa Pilipinas ng EU. So, Ralph, nung lumabas tong balita na ito, ano yung response ng government tungkol sa threat? Alam mo, super disappointed ako sa remarks ni Secretary Roque nung tinanong siya ni Pia Uh-huh. isang press briefing. Kasi sabi niya, go ahead. Di ba? Parang <laughs> ano na. Uh-huh. Sabi talaga niya, go ahead. Tapos parang ginigiltrip pa niya yung European Union Parliament over it. Na parang sinasabi niya na, sige, gawin niyo yan. Uh, amid the pandemic, ganun. We can take it. Things like that. Tapos talagang sinabi pa talaga niya, I'm so sorry for being undiplomatic. Really? <laughs> parang, ano na. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sobrang mind blown. Pero at the same time, uh, syempre nung narinig ko yun, tinext ko akad si Secretary Mon Lopez. Uh-oh. And I wanted to check kung ano yung, ano niya. Secretary Lopez was more diplomatic. Parang uh, sabi niya, he doesn't see the possibility or the need for it to be revoked. Tapos nag-explain na sila back in 2018 on the human rights. Alam mo yun, things that you, I mean, you and I probably don't agree with <laughs> in terms of the human rights situation, di ba? the number of deaths because of the drug war. But again, diba, it's very mahinahon and makes you, uh, ano ba, makes you feel na talagang, uh, in a way, pin- sineseryoso nila. Uh-oh. Diba? Uh-oh. Especially this pandemic, no, we can't afford this. Diba? Uh-huh. Uh, Secretary Lopez is at the forefront of uh, trying to save jobs. And uh, alam mo yun, parang kung ano mang pwedeng buksan, or yung mga alam mo yun parang si Secretary Lopez is one of those people na nag na gumagawa ng paraan para buksan ko yung ekonomiya safely. Mm-hmm. So I guess alam mo yun yung between Secretary uh, Lopez and uh, spokesperson Roque parang mas gugustuhin mong pakinggan si Secretary Lopez over oh. this issue. <laughs> well, he's straight secretary naman, 'di ba? So parang pero nga lang sabi natin na Roque is the mouthpiece of the president. <laughs> Diba? So, ano naman yung response ng business sector dito? Kasi, if I remember correctly, yung mga different groups ng business clubs, parang medyo maayos yung statements nila pagdating sa human rights and pag nalilink na sa business, no? 
Actually, because of the pandemic, alimbawa nung ABS-CBN issues, the pandemic, mm. human rights, marami na mga statements yung mga business chambers na to end EJK, di ba? Alimbawa, Marcos Burial, oh. inopose yan ng uh, Makati Business Club. Oh. Tapos, nung pagsara nung ABS-CBN, they also released a statement. So, alam mo yun, in a way, may, meron namang statement yung mga business, businesses. They're not totally detached to the social and political realities na hindi lang naman sila na parang, oh, hindi yan, hindi yan economic related hals of kami dyan. But, at the same time, itong business sector, wala akong narinig sa kanila that are for the GSP Plus revocation. Everybody was saying na, wag naman ngayong pandemic, di ba? Mm. Management Association of the Philippines released a statement. The European Chamber of Commerce of the Philippines also released a statement saying na it will erode the economy further. It will lead to a more job losses. Alam mo yun, parang they support human rights but at the same time oppose the GSP Plus revocation that is anchored sa uh-huh. human rights. So, uh-huh. very complex issue for me in terms of the business angle. They drew the line, no, sa pag-revoke nga nun. Uh, kasi may pera na involved. Oh. Which like, marami namang ganyan, di ba? Na pag-involve na yung livelihood nila, yung pera nila, medyo pa-trend sila eh. Pero, Ralph, for yeah, yeah. you, for you ba, ano yung, what will be the perfect response to this proposal to revoke the GSP Plus? Or how should the Peach government respond? Do this in an ideal world. If we were in a Disney film, ayusin ni Duterte yung human rights. At hindi na siya papatay ng mga alam mo yon. Hindi na siya papatay. We won't see human rights violations, and then we retain the GSP plus and even more free trade agreements in the future with other countries. End of story. But again, alam mo, this is Duterte. You. You, you're all too familiar cover, as uh, as the one covering the human rights abuses of Duterte, di ba? Parang ako, hindi ko, I'm very conflicted over this. Kasi, uh, I don't know, I have yet to hear about the human rights groups. Siguro para sa kanila, ano din to eh, touch issue, kaya wala tayong naririnig na statement. Tetext na ba natin sila, Judes? Parang, statement parang from what I'm hearing from them is, Parang hindi naman kasi mabigat yung hinihingi ng European Union. Like, itigil mo yung pagsabi mo na patayin mo yung mga lahat ng tao. Magtigil ka mag-red tag ng mga tao. Magtigil ka mag-stifle ng press, ng media sa Pilipinas. Hayaan namin yung ano. So parang, ibang tao. Yeah, but at the same time, oh, Judas. <laughs> ibang klaseng tao ka na pag hindi pa kaya. Oo. The pandemic has strengthened. Uh, alam mo yun, parang mas... Nagkaroon ng power tuloy itong administrasyong ito yeah, so because parang, of the pandemic, di ba? Parang exactly nga eh, di ba? Parang, alam nyo may pandemia, pero bakit tumitingin ka pa rin sa ganyang, nag-redtag pa rin yung mga pages mo, yung mga officials mo, openly, nagpasa ka pa na anti-terror law in the middle of a raging pandemic. So parang, if kaya mong gawin yung mga yun, mas kaya mong itigil, di ba? Kahit sabi mo may pandemia. And para mas ma-sustain or mag-remain yung perks mo. So feeling ko naman, hindi sila explicitly sinasabi na, oh, sige, tanggalan mo na. Baka mas along the lines na, Duterte, ayusin mo na yan para hindi na tanggalin sa atin. Yeah, actually, Judas, may hindi, pa, may, may hindi pa pala ako nabanggit. Itong, itong review na ginagawa ng EU regarding oh. these GSP Plus perks, twice a year kasi yan eh. But hmm. uh, the public does not see kung ano yung scorecard. Oh, may scorecard? Diba? Oh. So, 
Yeah, so if only we get to see the scorecard, di ba? Actually, may, may request na yan eh, para mas maging participatory yung pagkakaroon ng scorecard that uh, other uh, human rights groups or those in the public sphere or CSOs help in assessing the uh, kung gaano ba ka-compliant yung Philippines dito sa 27 UN conventions na kailangan masatisfy for the mm-hmm. perks. But again, kaya may counting concealment on those on that scorecard kasi may pinoprotektahan ding ties eh, di ba? Yeah. Between the EU and Philippines. So, it's a touchy uh, issue in terms of the dip- diplomatic aspect of it. Tuwing kailan sila nagche-check ng nagre-review ng uh, GSP's plus schemes ba? Uh, ang alam ko lang twice a year eh, but oh. I don't know kung anong Pero yeah. Ano, uh, ano? I think other countries that uh, halimbawa the US, mm. uh, may GSP rin tayo sa kanila eh. Uh-huh. Uh, agreement. If I remember correctly, twice a year then. But some U.S. senators have called on for an off-cycle review because of the human rights allegations. Then I think this was way back in January or uh, February. You uh-huh. got a request. Uh-huh. twice a year. Frequent na rin yun, no? If compared mo sa ibang like mga yeah. ibang mga reviews, like for example, the UPR is every two years. Kanoon. Yeah, so baka, I don't know, baka hindi rin ganun kathoro. We don't know really kasi hindi naman natin alam kung ano yung paano nila minamessure, di ba? Oo. Personally, Ralph, business reporter ka, covered the impact of the pandemic and other situation na economy in the past four years under Duterte. Are you somehow worried now with this new threat in the economy? We're spiraling down? Parang spaghetti pa baba na ba tayo? Ano, spaghetti pa baba na talaga tayo. <laughs> I mean, may... <laughs> May, may silver linings because of the pandemic. The economy is starting to reopen. Alam mo yun, MSMEs, some, some are thriving because of the pandemic. You know, alam mo naman, di ba, may mga negosyo na booming because of the pandemic. But at the same time, this, itong threats talaga for the revocation is very scary. Especially pag natuloy. And uh-huh. now, parang, pero at the same time, it's also that moment na hinihintay din ng EU for, alam mo yun, parang this is the pinch. Hmm. Diba? Oo. Na parang, ito talaga yung masakit na korot eh. Na parang, oh, ito, pandemic, gawan mo ng paraan to. This is the perfect opportunity din for the EU to push the end of the human rights abuses of Duterte. Mm-mm. But at the same time, it's cruel din eh. Na, alam mo yun, iisipin mo yung mga coconut and uh, tuna, yung mga fishermen, diba? Oo. Na, will suffer because of this uh, very high-level uh, trade discussions. So, ako personally conflicted ako dyan eh, di ba? Mm, oh, uh, do you present this now when it hurts the most? Or uh, do you retain these perks and uh, help an uh, almost dictatorial or ano, ano bang tawag natin kay Duterte? <laughs> Iran? Diba? Fascist? <laughs> yeah! Di ba? Parang... Alam mo yun, parang if you uh, retain these perks, ano pang iba mo pang bala, di ba? Or iba mo pang ways to help those abused by this government. Wala na eh. It's the perfect tool, if not the only tool. Oo, tama, tama. So for my last question, Ralph, siguro big picture or in your opinion, ko bahala. Pero why should the government be cautious or worry about Ito mga threats, like kunyari itong may pag-withdraw ng trade perks, if mangyari in the future, trade sanctions, kasi hindi dapat nila ito i-dismiss. Especially siguro, presidente mismo hindi niya i-dismiss to kasi we hear naman from the trade secretary na okay, pero sa malakan niya, sa official mouthpiece ng presidente, masyado silang 
ginagod nila, dismissive na, sige, alisin ninyo. Bakit dapat maging mas cautious palagi ang kahit sino administration pag pinush forward na ng any country, any foreign body, or any foreign instrument, yung mga tools nila na ganito regarding the trade, regarding the sanctions? Emily Des, like I said kanina, the government should really take this seriously. The Philippines has not reached its export potential. I mean, we're not even a very uh, large exporting country, diba? Pero at the oh. same time, we have so much talent. We're uh, a very rich country in terms of resources, talent. Alam mo yun, tapos hindi, hindi natin mag-share to or mati-trade to with other countries, diba? The Duterte administration or any uh, administration should take this threats very seriously. Kasi, alam mo yun, this pandemic, the impact we will feel in the next half decade or even the next decade, yung lingering effect, kahit mawala na yung virus, yung impact niya sa economy, it's not gonna be a V-shaped recovery. We're not gonna be uh, pre-pandemic levels agad-agad. The earliest forecast for us to recover back to the pre-pandemic, 2021-2022 pa. And that's the most optimistic na forecast or projection ng mga analysts. Mm. So, di ba? Parang for you to just say na go ahead, parang oh. that's very irresponsible. If we were in a Disney film, Duterte will solve this by ending human rights abuses. The drug war must end amid the pandemic, di ba? So yeah, but again, knowing him, di ba? Parang hindi na nagbago. So, I don't know. If, I don't know how to end this podcast on a uh-huh. high dapat, note. Pero <laughs> I'm trying dapat, to find silver linings. Really dapat tanongin kita. Tanongin dapat kita kung ano yung nafe-feel mo ng mga yari next eh. Pero we know naman Duterte eh. Yeah, pero uh, again, uh, yung mga ganitong deals kasi may economic ano din eh. Alam mo yun, kung ano ba yung mananaig. Oo. Parang uh, corporate interests are also in play here. So there's also a possibility na wala. This is just another threat by uh, those that want to push the human rights agenda. So on that note, let's see how this issue will play out to your, especially as the country faces a unprecedented health crisis na. So, ang ganda ng mga sinabi mo about sa pagiging complex nito, kung ano ba dapat yung response ng mga human rights groups in the Philippines. And of course, yun nga, yung reality check mo na if we're in, in the Disney movie, what Duterte will do is stop killing people. Pero, you know what's happening. So, thank you all for joining me today. And I think, can you, Thanks, tell, our, yes. can you tell our listeners about your upcoming podcast series? Like, Pwede mo silang i-invite na makinig. I think, uh-huh. oh. <laughs> yeah, hindi pa lumalabas. But, bubuhayin namin ulit yung By the Numbers. Me and Aika, Ray, the other business reporter who covers budget, infrastructure, telco, things like that. May nakaline up na kami. So, yeah, watch out for that. And I will be having my own podcast about the tycoons. So, mm-hmm. very interesting. About oligarchs, yung mga controversies, family drama. So yun, abangan nyo yan. So watch out for that. So thank you listeners for tuning in. If you would like to be updated on this and other issues, huwag kalimutan na i-follow ang Rappler and Newsbreak sa Facebook, pati na rin sa Twitter. If you want to get access to exclusive content and events, join Rappler Plus. Plus is a community where we discuss and get deeper insights to the issues we face today. You can sign up by visiting rappler.com slash plus. Kung meron ka namang gusto na topic that you think we should discuss in our podcast, email us at investigative at rappler.com. Again, I am Jodesca Villan and it's Newsbreak Beyond the Stories.